you know, I love me a good podcast on affirmations, but you know, sometimes they're just a little too, a little too pretty, a little too nice, a little too just, you know, hearts and stars. And sometimes I want the real shit. I want the real nitty gritty, kick in your ass, get you going sort of affirmation. I hope you know what I'm saying. And if you do, then this is the episode for you. Let's go. Hi, I'm Cola Shippentower, and this is the Enough is Enough podcast, the show where we talk about everything and anything from politics to relationships, from fitness to sex and everything in between. We talk with individuals who have said enough is enough and are ready to speak what's on their hearts. Yo, what is going on? I am doing something new today. So I decided I was going to go live on Instagram and record it for a podcast. You know what I'm saying? So for those of you that do not know on Instagram, I am the host of the Enough is Enough podcast. And I've been writing this out since January. So if you need to go on over to our Instagram page at EIE541, give us a follow. So today's episode, I'm actually going to make fairly short. I'm going to try to. Y'all know me. I like to talk. But it's something that came to me over this weekend and it's probably been a culmination of what's been going on the past, I want to say a year, but then I want to say, oh, since the start of 2021, then I want to say maybe just the past couple of weeks I've been on my shit and you know, it's just, it's finally coming to a head. And I'm finally at this point where I'm like, yo, I'm just going to speak what's on my heart. I'm going to speak exactly what I've been preaching since the beginning of this podcast is that this is the place where we can be open, be ourselves, say exactly what's on our heart, exactly what's on our minds. And, you know, I'm excited for it. So consider this to be like your affirmation episode of just total badassery, no fucks given, just giving it all right here. So if you're watching live on Instagram, I want you to make sure to go ahead and either put your AirPods in, put your earbuds in, uh, make sure there's no kids around because I don't think I'm really going to hold back this time. I think I'm going to give you all like the nitty gritty, everything. Um, And we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. You know, last year was really heavy for me. It was really, really hard. uh, But, you know, it kind of started off a lot of... uh, self-reflection and a deep dive into personal safety. A lot of the shit that I went through, I love this saying that Miss Judy from the Turnip Squad has. She calls it the shitty shit. Last year, 2020, I went through some shitty shit. I mean, we all did. Uh, On top of a pandemic, I feel like all of us were going through our own personal journeys of just shitty shit and it just sucked. There's no other way to put it. It fucking sucked. Okay. And I'm here to say it's okay that it did suck. It's okay to say whenever things suck and that when you're pissed off, you're just fucking pissed off and you're just wanting to say, you know what? Fuck the world. I got to figure this out. I got to sit and reflect. And that was 2020 for me. And coming off of last year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a change. I'm going to do some things different. And then all of a sudden I found this newfound energy, especially for this podcast. I was going to say, hey, I'm <laughs> I'm coming at you with some different and some raw energy this year. I'm going to have on some badass guests. We're going to talk about some of the most amazing things. And you know, it's been going fairly well, but it wasn't until about two weeks ago that I realized that, yo, I'm still tiptoeing around. What the fuck for? I'm still tiptoeing around. And, you know, I've been trying to work and navigate through that the past couple of weeks and trying to figure out exactly what it is that I'm doing. You know, 
I always come from a place of love, a place of support and just wanting the best for everybody else and for them to figure out exactly what it is that they're doing in this life as well and empowering our women and empowering especially indigenous women and our indigenous people on these issues that not a lot of other people know about. So I've been doing my best to continue on that journey and on this place of just healing and support and love. But you know, sometimes this shit gets hard especially for us advocates or any of us that do, um, we call it like activism work. It's kind of a weird word. There's a weird place in that. But you know, when I'm, when you're in this work, it gets heavy. It gets heavy AF, heavy as fuck. And sometimes you don't want to carry it around anymore. And you don't want to put yourself out there so much for, to be open for so much judgment, to be open for so much criticism. But you know, it takes a special kind of heart. It takes a special kind of person to do the work that we do. And Props to all my other advocates out there, all my other indigenous people that are out here fighting this good fight. And you know what? We're still doing the thing regardless of the situations that are coming up. We're figuring out a way to raise awareness, bring about more information, education, things like that. And, you know, I just want to say I see each and every single one of you. I see the work that you do. And, you know, you motivate me. You inspire me to continue doing what I'm doing. And I definitely appreciate you. But, you know, it is okay to admit sometimes that this shit is hard. And we got to be able to take care of ourselves. We got to be able to sit down and say, what do I need in this moment? And I reached that point two weeks ago. I told myself, you know what? No more fucking tiptoeing around. I do so much to make sure that other women, other people around me feel so empowered and so confident and so safe in all the things that they do, whether it be going into the gym, whether it be going out into the world, whether it be in the workplace, whether it be at home, being a mom or a wife or whatever the case may be for you. I spend a lot of my energy putting out and you know, there's nothing wrong with being proud of your accomplishments or the things that you're doing. There is nothing wrong with sitting there and saying, you know what? I do a lot. There's nothing wrong with clapping for yourself. Clap for your damn self. Like be proud of the things that you do. And I had reached this point two weeks ago where I said, no more fucking tiptoeing. Do not tiptoe through this life. Let those motherfuckers hear you come, stomp, splash around in the puddles, do whatever you need to do, but be okay with being proud of yourself. Because at the end of this journey, you know what? It's not going to be about the applause that you've gotten because sometimes that applause is going to go silent. And it's not going to be about the pats on the back that you got because you know what? Sometimes that support that you thought was support might not have been really there for you. You know, sometimes people in your corner might not be in your corner to cheer you on. They might be in your corner so they have a front row seat to see you fail, to see you stumble, to see you fall down. And when it's time for you to get back up, when it's time for you to do the badass things that you got to do, they're probably going to be at the back row saying, ah, I was, I was, I was getting my popcorn in my, my drink while that happened. Dang it. I missed it. All right. And it gets really hard sometimes. So I reached that point two weeks ago where I said no more fucking tiptoeing and I'm telling you, you do not have to tiptoe through this life anymore. You should not have to feel like you have to tiptoe. And you know, those of you that are live on Instagram right now, you know that I competed this last weekend and that I, it it was an interesting experience. Um, It's been a long time since I was able to compete in a tournament setting. I've been doing a lot of no-gi competitions, a lot of pro shows, being on big stages, having to cut weight, things like that. But I have not been in an actual tournament setting in a very, very long time. And when I sat and reflect on it, I was thinking, I think it's been like three years since I've actually competed in a gi. Interesting point I want to bring up is that um, I train consistently about four times a week in a gi, train mostly in a gi. Very rarely will get any training in no gi. And 
I train in nogi or train in gi mostly. When I go to compete, it's nogi. And so this weekend, when I finally got the opportunity to compete in a gi, yo, I don't know what happened. It could have been the fact that we had all been sitting around. Time got pushed back so many times. We were like, yo, we should have started like an hour ago. We should have started two hours ago. We should have been on the mat a long time ago. And you know, that happens. That's the name of the game. Sometimes you got to sit and wait. Sometimes you got all that adrenaline. You got all that anxiety, all that stress coming up. And then you, when you finally get into it, we're like, okay, you got to wait. It's not your turn yet. And that happens a lot. I mean, that, that could be taken even outside of competing in everyday life. It can happen like that. So I thought it was really interesting thinking on that. And of course, I killed it in Nogi. I feel so comfortable com- competing in Nogi because I've been doing it for so long. But, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, I had a very interesting match. You know, uh, you have your regular bracket that you you roll in, you compete in, you, you get your medals, you do that thing. And then you have what's called absolute, which they take your skill level and they open up the whole weight bracket. They say, hey, everybody that made this the podium, let's get you all together. Let's see who's the best in, in all the weight classes. So when it came to the Gi absolute, I had lost by points my first match with a girl and then the second match came up and what was really interesting was there was a uh, a comment that was made and you know shout out to my coach my professor my friend and mentor Jeremy Harrington uh he is very chill and he's full of just love everybody that knows him knows he's full of love and he had actually said you know what Cole you need to go in and that means a lot hearing that from my coach so when you're finally given that green light you're given permission to go off Best believe your girl's going to show up and go off. We went through the entire round. Props to her. She held a really good position in top uh, the first half of the match. Then we got reset. And I was like, yo, I got to do something. I got I to sweep her. I got to counter. I got to do something. And I knew once I got on top, I was going to get a submission. I was going to get to it. But, you know, your girl forgot the point system of IBJJF and was thinking, get, go in for the kill. Get the submission. Uh, don't fuck around. And let's let's... Let's go for a limb. Let's go for something. Let's get this tap. And I totally forgot about the point system. I am very, very good at uh, positioning, transitioning, moving all over the place. I do it all the time in the gym. But for some reason, there was this block in my mind of just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing. It was crazy. And so I saw an opportunity for a submission. So I went for it. And I'm going to tell y'all. I am not exaggerating. She can say what she wants. She can put out the the vibe however she wants. That's her game. That's her her journey. But for me, I know what I felt. And I know what damage that submission does to people's shoulders and their elbows. And I know how hard I crank on that shit when I put it in there and when I get it done. Anyone else I've ever competed with that have had a really good um, attitude about competing with me, they they know that I, I try to ease into it at first. I'll let them tap. But then some people have felt me have to crank on it when I knew that they were flexible. And, you know, I, I hit that submission four times each time. I just felt like the, the grind, the crunch of tendons, muscles, everything in there, just, oh, it was just going and it was kind of sick, but it made me, made me mad. I was like, she's not tapping. All right. This is my thought on it. I will never go into a competition and have too big of an ego where I cannot tap or admit that my game was not as good as it should have been. If you get me in a good submission, um, I, I may try to wait it out if it's a choke, but when it comes to my limbs, girl, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I got a bunch of other things I gotta do. I gotta be able to run around with these kids when they're getting into their their craziness, I gotta be able to keep up with them. So if I gotta tap, I gotta tap. 
On the other side, I train super hard. I try to keep a very technical game. I have really, really good pressure and I use that. I use both of those things to my advantage and I will execute my game accordingly. So uh, I felt like I successfully got the sweep, successfully got a good position, successfully got this submission position, put it in four different times, felt all this horrible things going on. She didn't want to tap. It's all right. Like props to her. She still got the win. She held off, but she did tap. She did tap. So there's that. A lot of people were confused when they saw the footage. A lot of people were confused when they were in it, like watching the match. They were like, wait a minute. We thought you won. What's going on? And people saw how upset I was because I do not like being brought to that point of having to bring the hurt on other people. But you know, that's just the name of the game. But like I said, I'm not tiptoe tiptoeing anymore. Like I fucking killed that role. And if I were given even five more seconds, done deal. But it is what it is. It ended up how I ended up, but I went out there, I rolled and I wore my heart on my sleeve. I was mad. Sometimes you got to admit when you're fucking pissed off and it pissed me off. The rest of the day went really well. The girls that I got to roll with were these uh, total sweethearts. You know, I, I love meeting women that are just strong and feeling really good about themselves and their game. So I had an overall good time rolling with them. But when I came back home and started reflecting on it, talking to my coach about it, talking to, um, uh, other people that are in this game and understand what this is, they say um, there were, I know there's times where you have to think like, maybe they're just trying to be nice, trying to help um, help you feel better about the situation. But you know, I had to say, you know what, whenever I'm speaking like this to other people, I hope they understand that I'm coming from a sincere and genuine place. And so I had to reframe my thinking and be like, yeah, they wouldn't say that unless they really meant it. And you know, the overall consensus is Cola, you are very humble a lot of the times. You make sure everyone else is okay. You make sure that everyone else feels empowered and resilient and strong. It's time that you do that for yourself. And it was basically, girl, talk your shit. You ran a good game. You you did exactly what you were supposed to do in that match. And now you're doing exactly what you should be doing. And that is something that I wanted to bring onto the podcast, but also bring onto Instagram Live and tell y'all, this is basically your, your full-blown episode of affirmations to being a badass. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck the tiptoeing. Let those motherfuckers hear you come stomp. Show up in every single room that you walk into. Show up in every single thing that you do, whether it be virtually through Zoom, since we're still kind of on the tail end of this pandemic, when you're showing up with even like your kids or your spouse or your friends, like make sure these people feel your energy. That's something that they ain't ever going to be able to take away from you is your energy, your vibe, your power that you carry with you. Whatever you've got rolling with you, fucking carry it with the utmost pride and respect for yourself. Because if you're sitting here loving and supporting everyone else and you're doing the thing for them, best believe you should be able to do that same shit for yourself. And that's exactly what I'm doing now is saying, you know what? I've been helping you off for a really, really long time. I've been making sure that you've been feeling really good about yourself, but I got to do it for me now. Last year was really hard. 2020 was really hard. Coming into 2021, it was all right. And then getting dip, like this crazy ass news last week, I said, you know what? This is fucking bullshit. I sit here and do all this stuff for what? And instead of asking myself, why me? Say, try me, bitch. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving you the green light. I'm giving you permission. If you've been asking yourself, what is this all for? What's happening? Why am I doing this? Do I need to be doing something else? Should I just, what do I need right now? This is it. This is me telling you it is time to take care of you. It is time to love you. It is time to support your damn self doing all this stuff for everyone else. This is the time. And I mean, sometimes it sounds selfish, but sometimes you know that's what it takes. You can only give and give so much, but when you sit there and keep pouring out your cup to everyone else, 
What's going to be left over for you? What's going to be left over at the end of the day when you're like, dang, I'm hella thirsty, but you know what? I gave everyone else sips and like guzzles out of my cup of my water. And now that I'm sitting here all on my own in my house by myself and I'm thirsty, dang, where did all that go? So this is your permission. This is the go. You got to take care of you. And sometimes we need that in this life. And I, I really am going to try to stress that. Like, I don't want people thinking that this is selfish. Self-care, self-love is not selfish. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot. And this is going to be that time where you're going to have to go up to the faucet. You're going to have to go up to the river. You're going to have to go out to the ocean and dip your cup, your bucket, whatever you've got into that water and say, this is all for me. I got to do this for me. In order for me to survive, in order for me to thrive, in order for me to be able to live, I've got to be able to do this for myself. And yo, that's why I'm saying I am at that fucking point in my life where I'm like, yo, like I'm not, I'm not just going up to the river and like dipping my cup in there and filling it up. I'm a, a bitch is cannonballing into that water. I'm jumping in. I'm taking it all in. I'm going for it. And you know, I'm, I've been in the MMA game and doing this for almost 11 years. My oldest son is 11 years old. And I started after he was about three months old. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. And you know, I've been super humble. I've been blessed. I have amazing people. I have an amazing support system. I have all these amazing people in my life that have been helping me out and getting me to where I am. And yo, me downplaying myself, downplaying my game and trying to make sure everybody else's feelings are saved so that they can feel a little bit better about themselves in certain situations is disrespect to all those people that have been there for me. Because I feel just the power and everything that they've ever given to me when I go out there and I compete, when I go out there and when I speak, when I go out there and do all these things, I almost feel a disservice to them if I'm sitting here constantly telling myself I need to chill constantly telling myself, yo, don't be too extra. Don't go over the top because you don't want people thinking that you're bragging or that you're trying to be overzealous on yourself. No, no more of that. And I'm telling you, it is okay to say no more of that. If you've done something amazing, if you graduated college, and you got that degree, girl, beep, beep. Okay. Shout it from the rooftops. If you finished probation, if you paid off all your fines, let the world know, hey, I did that. If you're on that road to recovery, if you're sitting here and you're coming up on only like a week of being clean and sober, let the world know how proud you are to make it that far. Because some people don't understand about addiction is it can kill you one day without any sort of notice. Okay. So I understand that. So whether it be a week, whether it be a month, whether it be a year or even 10 years of sobriety, be proud of that shit. Own it for exactly what it is. Whether it be getting a new certification, whether it be a, a new level of education, or whether it be getting a new gig, whether it be teaching a class and saying, yo, I got my very first class, or I've got my fifth first class I'm teaching. Or if you're trying to sign up for a gym and say, hey, it's my first day going into the gym, celebrate that. That's what I can't stand at the beginning of the year when you have all these people that are, that are like, oh, here comes the beginning of the year, the New Year's crew that's coming in. So? So? So what if it's their first day? You had a first day. Let them have their first day. Let them have their first week and their first month. So if you've ever thought about like, ah, should I sign up for this gym? Should I try jujitsu? Should I try boxing? Yes, you should. And when you do, be proud of it. Just because you're going in there and trying training with someone who's been going at this for like five years, don't let that downplay what you've started. I love it when I see, especially women, 
coming into a jujitsu class for the first time. That's my absolute fave because I remember that feeling. I remember first stepping on the mat and being so scared of what it was going to be like, being afraid that I wasn't going to be good enough. But girl, you got to learn the game first. You got to figure out what this is all about. You got to learn step one, step two. Like I'm still on step a thousand here and I'm still like, whoa, like I really don't know what I'm doing. Not to say that to discourage you, but it's constantly evolving and we're constantly learning. So whatever the case may be, if you're just starting out, beep, beep that shit. Okay. Tell people about it. Celebrate yourself and give yourself that pat on the back. Give yourself that high five. Because when people see that level of confidence, that level of pride, they're going to want the same thing too. They're going to say, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Shit. I got the green light and I'm going for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we got to do for ourselves sometimes. Sometimes, And that could be inspiration, motivation for another person that might be struggling with the same exact thing. When I tell you, when I first joined the Turn Up Squad, I always felt alone. I felt alone in a lot of my struggles. I felt like I'm, I might be the only one that's going through this right now. And it was really hard to find people close to me that could understand what I was going through. As weird as that may sound. It took me joining this virtual group, the Turnup Squad, to find other people that knew exactly how I felt and knew exactly what I was going through. So if you're going through some sort of sort of new season, new chapter, a struggle, an obstacle, a triumph, a victory, whatever that may be, talk about it, celebrate it. Do whatever you need to do and get that out and let other people know because trust me, you are not alone in it. And the the awesome part about this is this is stuff that I've already got to share with the turnip squad this morning on what we call power hour. I celebrated this. I said it. I said, you know what? My soul has been waiting for the green light. That's what it wants. And you know what (laughs) Miss Imani did? She turned on give me the green lights by John Legend. Oh, it was perfect. It was hype. And it was exactly what I needed. It gave me chills even thinking about it. It was like, yo, this is my, these are my people. They like hype me up when I need it and they validate when I'm feeling like I've reached a point in my journey where I can say, I'm here. Motherfuckers, I'm here. I've been here. No more of this tiptoeing shit. And they were right there with me. They were saying, yes, 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 yes. All the snaps, they were going for it. So you know what? If you have been at that point, like I want to hear it. If you reach that point, I want to hear it. Tag me at Cola Shipping Tower, or even at EIE541, tag me. I want to know what you got going on. I want to sit there and I want to hype you up and I want to say, fuck yes, you killed it. You're killing it. You're getting it. I want to be there to hype you up. But like I said, this episode, this is what it is. It's the affirmations. If this is the sign that you've been waiting for to say, hey, you're killing it. You're a fucking badass. This is it. And if you know of anyone that's been needing this message, that you know that they should hear this, share this with them. Let them know. Beep, beep. I'm coming through, motherfuckers. No more tiptoeing. I'm stomping through. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Enough is Enough podcast. If you would like more information on our host, guests, or podcast episodes, please visit us on Instagram at EIE541.